Good morning, my name is Georgina. I have um, a medical degree, I'm a clinical behaviour analyst and I'm doing a PhD in psychology and neuroscience. I work with people um, with uh, severe clinical behaviour problems um, and my research is in the field of addiction. Um, I also uh, work with addicts um, and this morning I want to just talk to you about the role that praying and meditation have from a neuroscientific perspective in terms of helping people to get out of their, um, their selfish thinking and um, how this helps the brain. So you have um, a few areas of the brain. You have your, your very primitive area, such as your cerebellum, which is at the back of your head, um, and uh, it's responsible for kind of motor control and movement. And then you have your um, sort of more primitive, other primitive area of the brain, which is kind of like underneath the hat, which is... Um, where you have an area of your brain called your amygdala, and your amygdala is the area of your brain that's responsible for processing emotions. And um, so just to give you a point of reference, um, organisms such as crocodiles will have an oversized amygdala, and an oversized amygdala is associated with aggression, um, possibly um, you know, a, a lack of control over, over emotions. There are some other factors involved in this, but today I just wanted to talk about this. And then you have your kind of your top of your hat. You have like your prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for your um, your kind of your your sort of thought processes. That th this is very basic terms, but um, sort of thought processes where you can sort of do get involved in sort of planning and and other such activities. Now. What happens with um, addiction or sort of self-involved type um, mental situation, <laughs> mental health situations? I don't want to label because um, we've moved away from a diagnostic model. So um, that's because I'm a behaviour analyst. We wouldn't be sort of talking about diagnostic models. We'd be talking about sort of a, a slightly more sort of uh, bottom-up approach. So anyway, um, what happens with um, people who are suffering with, with sort of self-related problems, uh, such, such as depression or anxiety, um, they will spend a lot of their time, sometimes almost catatonic in, in thought in the, about themselves and about how other people see them. Now... A good addiction recovery program will probably help you put some action in around uh, uh, sort of curing yourself of, of self-seeking and self-obsessive thoughts. And one of the ways in which you would, one of the ways in which you would want to heal and become less lonely, uh, because uh, actually what happens when you have those kind of thought processes, you do become lonely because you've become very selfish. Uh, is that you are centrally focusing yourself on amygdala-type thinking and you're running on emotions. Now, what happens when you spend your time running on those kind of emotions and you have amygdala-type thinking is you increase the size of your amygdala and then you increase the, the brain processes towards that kind of activity and you get stuck in what they call a loop. Now, when you are in addiction and, um, and actually when you are just dry from addiction without good thinking, you never will solve the problem of thinking. So one of the reasons why people use things like drinking, drugs, sex, um, sort of getting out of self-type behaviours, sort of seeking 
uh, feedback from other people in order to make people feel whole, which is the least satisfying experience of people's lives, uh, because it's just a little fix of something that gives us something which doesn't actually fulfil anything. So I'm talking around the houses a bit here, but I wanted to talk about the kind of uh, programme that would help in all categories of people's lives. So the opposite of um, addiction is connection. And that's just one of the areas um, that, that, that people need to be focusing on um, with. And I talk about addiction, but I'm talking about really any mental health issues. So I wanted to talk about the whole God praying thing. People often go into 12-step fellowship programmes and they are, I don't believe in God, I'm an atheist, I'm an atheist, I don't believe in God. Okay. First of all, I would say if you've got, if, if you've got a lot of faith, you're an atheist. But if you've got none, you should believe in God because it takes a huge amount of knowledge to deny something that you don't know. I'm not saying that God exists, I don't know anything. But I am a scientist and I know that from a neuroscientific perspective to pray takes you... So when you pray, when somebody prays, they will pray for other people. So in terms of practising this behaviour, you pray for, I don't know, people having a good journey. That, like pray that people slept well, pray that people get good results from exams or pray... Pray that, that, that so-and-so is happy if you know they're going through a hard time. So you can make like a pray list during the day. What happens when you sit down in the morning and the evening and you give yourself some time to pray? And you can pray to God. Two things happen. Number one, you're handing over the control of your will over to a higher power, which means that you are less likely to engage in amygdala-type thinking. Okay, so when you say, I cannot control people, places or things, these outcomes, I'm just going to let the world do its thing. You are going to be out of your amygdala type thinking. Okay, the second thing is, when you are thinking about other people, you are out of amygdala type thinking, which means that you are able then to train your brain to start thinking towards and about other people, to how you can be willing to help anybody, obviously with, within boundaries and reasons, because obviously boundaries and self-love are an important part of any process, and if you've got nothing in the cup, you can't give anything. But you need to obviously understand that. But it, it's a very good place to start, to start spending some time in the morning, praying to whatever it is you understand it to be. Being an atheist is, is in, in, incredibly... Um, uh, counterproductive for um, a thought process because it requires suppression of something that you don't know that you create another like world around something that you have no understanding of just get you just give it give it away just literally give it away and don't overthink it so that's praying meditation is another way so what people will do so if you set your day up right, then obviously you'll start having a good day. So you set your day up with thinking about other people, praying for other people, praying, thanking, being grateful, having all of those thought processes, getting away from immediately thinking. And then you've got your meditation time, which is your listening. So what happens in meditation time is you're meditating away from your sort of your um, yourself type thinking and you're giving other areas of your brain some practice, uh, actually 
um, you know, allowing you to, to open up your mind a little bit further. So what you will do is you will let your thoughts come and go naturally as your, as your day, uh, um, as your, your time in your meditation will allow. The problem that we have with thinking, and as a person that completely overthinks uh, everything, is that when we have problems, not with the thoughts, because there's nothing wrong with the thoughts, all thoughts can just come and go, it's when you try to control the thoughts. And when you try to control the thoughts, that is when you have extra layers on top of your thinking. So in a meditation, you just let the thoughts come and go, literally as they need to come and go in your life. And You've done your praying, so you're thinking of other people. You've got your thoughts, not controlling your thoughts. And then you can, you can go about your day having spent time in the right places in your brain. And if you do that every morning and every evening, that's a start to helping your mental health. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you this morning and I hope everyone has a great day. I'll speak to you soon.